portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show coming your way on a Wednesday. We've got a lot going on, lots to get to. Looks like uh, former President Trump is is making a list. And it looks like he's he's pared this list down. It doesn't include a guy that I wanted to be on the list, to be honest with you, but uh, for who his vice presidential nominee might be. And that's going to be interesting. But, Carrie, you've seen the list, yes? I have, yes. Interestingly, it doesn't have my buddy on there. It doesn't have Ben Carson on there. Oh, I didn't even think about Dr. Carson. I would like to have Ben Carson mm-hmm. on. Well, if you listen to the interviews I do, which I know you don't, mm-hmm. um, I, I asked him, are you going to be the vice president? Uh-huh. I said, let's break some news. He said no. Guessing he said no. I'm not going to break any news. (laughs) But he didn't say no to the vice presidency. He said, "Um, let's just get Donald Trump back in there. Hmm. So he's not on the list, but I'm going to talk about it. And we'll open up the phone lines and see if you like this list. I do like some of it. Some of it I'm not so sure about. It'll be interesting to see. It also goes a long way to say that a lot of this wrangling that goes on in a presidential or a a nomination sort of election cycle, you shouldn't take, take it to heart. You shouldn't take... Take any of it and say, yeah, this, that's it. You have to hate this guy. You have to like that guy. Trump has done this before. It's, we saw it in 16. He's done it before where he will call you lying Ted, and then you'll be on his side for the next four years. So we'll talk about that list in a second. That is Kerry Lockie. That is Polo. That is Sam. We're trying to get it done for you on a Wednesday. So I saw this list pop out last night, and I guess he said it on the Laura Ingram show. Is that what he happened? Did. Yeah, last night. All right. So Ben's not on there. I would like to see Ben Carson on the list, and who knows? Maybe he'll expand the list. This certainly he isn't held, you know, to this list that he that he mentioned last night. But very interesting people. If you don't mind, give me that story off the top. Here. From Fox News, former President Trump indicated at least half a dozen contenders, including three former rivals for the 2024 Republican presidential nomination, are on his short list for running mate. The commanding frontrunner for the GOP nomination had plenty of praise for one of those potential candidates who joined Trump at Fox News Town Hall on Tuesday in this upstate South Carolina city. And during the program, which ran on Fox News, the Ingram Angle, Trump was asked about a half a dozen potential running mate choices. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, multimillionaire biotech entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, South Dakota Governor Christy Noem, Representative Byron Donalds of Florida, and former Representative Tulsi Gabbard of Hawaii, a Democrat turned independent. Are they all on your shortlist? Host Laura Ingram asked the former president. They are, Trump answered. Honestly, all of those people are good. They're all good. They're all solid. And Trump has a history of making comments off the cuff and many in the political world see DeSantis as Trump's running mate as a stretch since the two in their camps blasted each other for over a year before the Florida governor suspended his 2024 campaign last month, just ahead of the New Hampshire primary. DeSantis endorsed Trump at the time, but has not joined him on the campaign trail in the ensuing weeks. In fact, DeSantis was also in South Carolina on Tuesday for an official event and did not team up with Trump. Interesting. Interesting. Carrie, were you surprised as I was that DeSantis was mentioned? I was, yes. I was not expecting that one. Now, let's just look at this relationship. So DeSantis was losing to a guy for the primary for, for governor in, in Florida when he ran, I believe it was 18. And the guy's name starts with a P. I can't think of his name. Somebody, I think Putnam, maybe. Either way, he's running against this guy who's beating him. Trump endorses him. He ends up winning the primary, ends up winning the, the governor's office. Wins again overwhelmingly in what, 2020 for the governor's, or 2022 for the governor's race again in Florida, overwhelmingly wins. And now you're looking at a situation where shortly after he becomes the governor again, we start hearing rumblings and grumblings that he might be running. 
And Trump, of course, who was a big DeSantis supporter, and DeSantis in 2020 was a big Trump supporter. Don't, don't misunderstand. They had a really good relationship. All of a sudden, Trump went, oh, and, and again, I know the guy. And even if you don't know him, you know that he likes loyalty. And he found that to be disloyal. So that he started calling him Ron Sanctimonious, the Sanctimonious. I don't know why, but it's what he did. He feels as though DeSantis, I don't know, fired the first shots, the first salvo, going against him by saying, I'm, gonna, I'm running for president. And basically, his entire campaign imploded from then on. Spent a lot of money, did not make a lot of headway, was second place in New Hampshire, dropped out before Iowa, or second place in Iowa, dropped out before New Hampshire. And interestingly, did a lukewarm, but did do an endorsement of Donald Trump. I mean, Kerry, when that happened, we all were like, eh, okay, he says vote Trump. He's like, even though I disagree with him on stuff, it was kind of lukewarm. I, I think that's a good description. Mm, huh? I would say yes, yeah, pretty good, lukewarm, yeah. By the way, am I, am I posting that picture? I need to post a picture of us, don't I? I don't know. I, the one you showed me, I did not like. Well, you were actually in it. What do you mean? I like, know. It, it was a great picture. I, I know I was, yeah. Well, we actually, listen, you can't change it now. We got your approval before leaving the station, so mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. that's it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I own it. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. No, I think you look great. I'm not gonna, I'll put us in the best possible light, but it was cool hanging out with Carrie Polo and Sam at the station today. It's a we'll post those pictures you. up. On, oh, yeah. stop it. Yeah. But, but we'll post those over on Instagram, and you can go see that. And, and uh, again, people love when I post the crew pictures. We haven't posted them yet, but we will. Joe Talk Show is my name, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. So a couple of things that are interesting to me. Number one, um, Tulsi Gabbard on there. Tulsi Gabbard, has she said she's a Republican? Because I know no. that she said she's not a Democrat anymore. I thought she was independent. Right. I don't know that she um, said, I'm a Republican, which I find interesting. I don't think so. Now, she would have to be to be the Republican ticket. But that's interesting to me. Um, Tulsi Gabbard walked away from the Democrat Party. She then almost immediately went and uh, supported Carrie Lake, who was running for governor of Arizona at, at the time. She's been an outspoken person who is at least moderate and then right. She's certainly not moderate and left, although I disagree with her on some issues. We've had her on a couple of times. She seems serious about it. And when you bring up Tulsi Gabbard, there's a lot of interest. When she was running for the Democrats for president, she went at Kamala Harris hard and did very, very well. So well that people started searching for her big time. She was the biggest search that night on Google. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't on the stage anymore. All of a sudden, she didn't qualify somehow to be on the stage anymore. And then she realized that the Democrat Party was not for her. It'd be interesting because people always bring up, well, what about the WEF? Like she's some globalist. I don't see that. Well, you know, I mean, she was there, but yeah. other people were there at some point. I think Trump went and spoke of the WEF. Doesn't make you a globalist. Go ahead. Next month, she's going to be headlining a front fundraiser for him at his Mar-a-Lago resort. Have I been invited to that, by the way? I, you tell me. I don't think so. I was invited to email. one this May month that I'm not going to go to. Oh, you were invited? I'm going to check. Maybe I was. I don't need to check. Just don't fall in the I'll pool. So one time I was there, it fall right in the pool. <laughs> I didn't Won't fall in, that. but some drunk guy did. And then I'm telling you, he must have been staying there because he showed back up with like a, a, a some sort of Hawaiian shirt on. Mm. Like, how does this guy have an extra shirt? I didn't bring yeah, an extra shirt. Yeah, that's weird. He was probably there. So Tulsi Gabbard is interesting to me. Ron DeSantis, interesting as well. I'm like, huh, what's the deal with that? Um, again, they did not get along very well but then again he didn't get along very well with Rand paul and with um with ted cruz and just down the line he didn't get along with a lot of people that he ran against in 16 who ended up supporting him for the nomination so very very interesting to me extremely interesting so i'm looking at it i'm going okay that is a uh, tim scott makes sense tim scott i think i think talks a good a good talk i don't know that he's as convicted 
in what he's saying as I'd like him to be. Uh, that's why I didn't think that he was a great candidate for president. But would he be a good candidate for vice president? He's certainly a conservative guy. He's a guy from the South. Happens to be a black guy. Not that that matters to me, but it might matter to some people. Uh, that's interesting as well. You know, so looking at it, I don't know. Ramaswamy jumps out because I like Vivek. He's young. And one thing, Carrie, that I hear about Vivek Ramaswamy is that his youth and his energy meant something to people. Mm-hmm. And he could maybe counterbalance the fact that Trump is getting close to 80. I don't know. Yeah, it could be an interesting pick. Because a lot of people say, I don't, want, I don't want Trump or Biden. They're both too old. Well, you get somebody like Ramaswamy, suddenly you inject some energy into the campaign. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he has endorsed Trump. I mean, more so than I think uh, DeSantis has. Since he dropped out dropped and that out. night endorsed Trump. Yeah. Like that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, okay. I'm the and then he was like speaking with Trump uh, at Trump's rally that like that night. So he's serious about it. Um, people will make comparisons between Ramaswamy and Obama because some of what they said on the campaign trail was similar, certainly. And, and I hear that. They also say he's a Soros guy. He's not. He got some grant or something from a Soros relative. It wasn't George Soros himself. There were no strings attached to it, whatever. But having said all of that, he, like Trump, is a businessman and a very successful one, and I believe he's a billionaire. So you've got a guy who doesn't need the job. You've got a guy who would be leaving a very, very profitable life to go be in public life. you got a guy that, like Trump, would probably lose money to take the job. When somebody sacrifices like that, that's interesting to me as well. Christy Nome, very good governor of South Dakota. I don't know that that uh, she's got enough experience to be the person who would be the vice president. But then again, the vice president is not somebody who has the, the, big, the big load to carry. That's the president. Vice president is a support person. And, and I'm not mad at Christy Nomes as being a candidate uh, or uh, being an option. And Byron Donalds, we've had him on several times as well. We've had just about all these people on, by the way. Um, I like Byron Donalds a lot. Big old guy from Florida. Doesn't take any crap from anybody. He knows his, he knows his numbers. He's like from the world of, of the economy. He's from the, the financial world. He's a very, very smart guy. And again, happens to be black. I only mentioned it. It doesn't matter to me. It will, ma- it will matter to some people. And you're hearing people in the black and brown community out there, so-called black and brown. I don't call them that, but that's what the left calls them. Um, who are saying things like, why are illegal aliens getting stuff that we should get? Why are they getting services we should get? Why are they getting money that we should get? Why is the Democrat Party leaving us again? I'm voting for Trump. And that might solidify that block if, in fact, you have somebody other than a white guy. I don't know. So I wonder, those listening and watching right now, do you like this list? Are there people? I think Ben Carson should be on the list. I think he's great. Maybe he doesn't want to be. Who knows? But um, I'd like to see him on the list. Anybody that they left off, anybody that shouldn't be on this list, in your opinion. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Carrie, any surprises that were not on the list that he said? And again, this is liable to change, but anybody you thought would yeah, be on there that isn't? I thought, what do you, what do you thought, what are your thoughts about Carrie Lake? I think Carrie Lake is, is focused on being a senator. I, I don't okay. think, because it's this November. So her campaign and her entire push is towards the race for senator. If she doesn't run for senator, I think Mark Lamb would be a shoo-in, the, the sheriff who's also running for that seat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Carrie Lake would be a viable option. But for some reason, I think they are, as they say about, about Biden, laser-focused on, on yeah, the Senate okay. seat. So I don't think that she's an option because there's so much invested in her getting that seat in Arizona. Does that right. make sense? It does, yeah. And the last sentence of the story, Trump reiterated he has ruled out Haley as his running mate. Good. 
not a big surprise, I, I have to say. People are very happy about that. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised either, but the news story, what, two weeks ago was that he's considering her. I know, Which, yeah. Like, I mean, who knows? Who, who I mean, when, so she, hasn't, she hasn't dropped out yet, but... Not until every vote is counted. Does, but I not until understand. every last person votes. Okay. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Who's not on the list that should be? Who's on the list that shouldn't be? Do you like the list? 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me tell you about Eden Pure. The Thunderstorm air purifier is awesome. Uses proven oxy technology. It destroy, destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. Over 375,000 have been sold. We have three of them in my house. It, it, it leaves a great scent, fresh and clean scent, as if a thunderstorm just rolled through. I think you're going to like these and like them a lot. If you've got somebody who you, maybe the office doesn't smell right. Go and get some for the office. All smells, all sorts of odors will disappear after a few seconds of the thunderstorm being plugged in. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules they seek out and they destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. Get some of these right now. They've got a great deal for you. In fact, you save money every month as it is. No filters to buy. No filters to buy whatsoever. That's going to save you a bunch of money. Save $200 right now on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under 200 bucks. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3, P-A-G-S-3. Save $200 right now. Again, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is P-A-G-S, the number three. And we're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. It's the Joe Pags Show for your Wednesday. We're breaking down the list that was revealed last night. President Donald Trump, you know, Karen, I don't know that it was a really a list, just went through some names and sort of said, yeah. yeah, they're all on the list. Yeah. So the list could be more expansive than that. That's what I'm thinking, too. He's probably still thinking about it. Of course he is. I, I think he probably is. So who's not on there that you think should be? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Who's on there that shouldn't be? I'd love to hear your, your comments on that. Let me go to the phone lines. A lot of people want to be heard on this. It's going to be line one and Richard in Texas. Hi, Richard. What's going on? Hey, not much. How's it going, Joe? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. I'm thinking Greg Abbott. I think I think he's got executive experience. He's on the front lines with the border issue, and he came out and supported Trump pretty early. So I, I think, man, he'd be a great pick. Now, I do understand he may not garner votes from some blue states, but Texas is leading the nation in, in growth and expansion, and Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, I mean, there's a lot happening here. I think it'd be a great choice. I don't think I don't think it's a bad choice. I don't love taking sitting governors and and having them stop, you know, what they promised they would do for the people. That's why I think though what DeSantis did, as far as you know, let me run for president now that I've won re-election as governor. I don't think that sat well with a lot of people. I think they were like, "Hey, what are you doing? Uh, we just gave you the, that that chair again." So interesting. I think you're right. Greg Abbott has done a very good job. I think he took a little longer than he could have, but he's now doing exactly what he should be, be doing when it comes to the border. And, uh, and so much so that he's being sued, uh, by the DHS and everybody else and by the Biden administration. That means he's doing something right. I don't think that Trump is going to have to keep in mind at all who might help him in blue states. Blue states aren't necessarily blue states unless you're talking California and New York, New York that you know aren't going to change. There are a lot of purple states out there. 
And there are some people, I think, that can probably grab more votes out of states like that. And I think some are on the list and some aren't. But I wonder, who isn't on there that should be and uh, who is on there that shouldn't be? Let me go back at it. Deborah in Pennsylvania. Deborah, uh, Deborah, what's going on? Hi. Hi there. I really love Elise Stefanik. What do you think of her? Well, I think that she's pretty good. I know that she's a, a staunch supporter of Trump. There were a couple of issues maybe about a year ago that I was thinking, man, that's not very conservative of her. So th- I don't align with her on everything, but I think she would certainly be somebody who would be viable. She's done a good job in a, in a district in the, in the capital region of New York that is not easy to be a Republican in that district, to be honest with you. I don't think she'd be bad. I think it's a, it's, it's a pretty good choice. You like her, huh? Well, I like her because I never really heard of her until I saw her go against um, that lady in Harvard. So right. when I saw her do that and she was so good, I was like, who is this? I love this lady. I yeah. just That's when I really liked her because of what she did. I thought she was great. Was magnificent when it came to, uh, to Gay, Professor Gay, when she was questioning her. That was great. I mean, just trying to get these people to say, yes, anti-Semitism is bad. Uh, yes, we should not have that, you know, because it makes people unsafe on campus. That was that was a, a shining moment for Elise Stefanik, definitely. Back at it, let me say hello to line five. It's going to be Mike in San Antonio. Mike, what's going on? Hey, Joe, two points real quick. Uh, I think Sarah Huckabee should be on that list. I think she's going to bring out the uh, soccer mom vote. She'd help with that. And number two, as far as the feud between DeSantis and uh, Sleepy Joe, or I'm sorry, DeSantis and uh, Trump, Let's not forget that Sleepy Joe was called a racist by Camilla Harris, and he chose her as his VP. Yeah, but Joe forgot about that the next day. You know that. he His memory is shot. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Come on, man. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Um, I mean, it's true. You had you had Kamala Harris look at Joe Biden and say, you're a racist to his face on the debate stage, and suddenly they couldn't wait to hold hands and, and be a united team. So, I mean, you can bury the hatchet. I get it. As far as Sarah Huckabee Sanders, um, again, i got to go back to she's a great governor. I think Arkansas deserves to have her as the governor, but I think she's somebody that down the line I certainly would think would be somebody who would be viable for a presidential ticket. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me go back at it. It's going to be um, line four, or line three. George, quickly, in California. Hey, Joe, love your show. Thank you. I'm just thinking that Trump is not going to get anybody. He's a smart man. He's not going to get anybody who's going to hurt his career and his way. And everybody loves um, trash talk. Americans love trash talk in football, baseball, boxing. So no matter what it takes, the gov- Trump knows what he wants and what's best for him and the country. I enjoy, George, I got you. I appreciate you liking the show. Yeah, I mean, I think it does charge people up, but I think sometimes it crosses a line for some. Oh, he's not presidential, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm with you. I hear you. Um, at the end of the day, um, I, I, I do agree that Trump is going to pick somebody good, but at the same time, I want as much input as possible. Because last time we thought he had somebody good as well, and Mike Pence has become a complete turncoat on Donald Trump. So, again, I, I supported Mike Pence. I thought it was smart to get somebody from the Midwest because he ended up winning the Midwest. I thought it was smart to get somebody who had communications um, um, history and experience. He was a talk show host after being a congressman. So, I thought it was a good choice, but then at the end, what happened? Ended up turning on him. So, It'll be interesting to see. I'm going to continue this for a little while longer. A lot of people want to be heard. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags.